Hello, welcome to a podcast, the podcast, the official podcast of podcasting. I'm Lee. I'm Robbie. This week is brought to you by Anchor FM. That's about it. That's all I got. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the conference are getting a little dry these days, it seems. Yeah, well, you know, the economy's not doing well. <laughs> is that Trump so? left office and yeah, uh, yeah. things haven't been too good. That's things true. Been too good. COVID cases are are what they are. I actually haven't checked them recently. I actually don't know where we're at with those. You would think they would overall yeah. be down because of all the people getting vaccinated, but this is America, so I feel like that may not be the case. <laughs> this is America, so the notion that things are getting better just doesn't make sense to me. No, no, not even remotely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Who knows, dude? This administration's too boring to keep up with. <laughs> I like I like go to read news about Biden doing stuff and I'm just like, oh, this is so boring. Yeah, they're they're dealing they <laughs> they're dealing all of their authoritarianism behind closed doors and it's very mm-hmm. uninteresting. <laughs> it's just weird to not see the president melt down on a public forum, you know. It is. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, I in fairness, we we pretty much never see Biden ever. So Yeah, I know. I've it's never all, seen it's... him have a a tantrum, like throw a tantrum before. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. That's all we do is I... see him we just see him fall down stairs. And uh, oh, he fell up the stairs. Up the, yes, yes, that's true. He fell up the <laughs> stairs. Yeah. Which I would love to give him shit for, but that happens to me on a semi-regular basis. So I feel like I can't talk that much shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Who? Ca- I mean, same shit that we've probably mocked Trump for plenty of times. But the difference is that I'm indifferent to Biden. And uh, for some reason, it's just not funny to me. I don't know. I mean, I don't give a shit. I'm not going to be like, you know, you don't mock our president like that. That's not. No, fuck that. Respectful. No, I don't give a shit, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the minute Biden does something really fucking dumb, I'm more than happy to dogpile. Well, you might not have to wait too long, Robbie, because according to according to former uh economic advisor Larry Kudlow mm-hmm. um if the Democrats get their way with the Green New Deal by the fourth of July the only thing you'll be legally allowed to barbecue is Brussels sprouts <laughs> and um you're gonna have to drink plant-based beer because apparently the beer we drink now comes from animals or something I don't know yeah what he well, where does he think beer comes from? <laughs> I guess he doesn't know that like hops and barley and water are <laughs> plant based and like grains. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, My favorite plant. Maybe water. maybe he thinks beer is stored in the balls. <laughs> and then he likes to get him straight from the source. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Ever been to Bear Grylls Tap Room? <laughs> <laughs> It's mostly piss. It's mostly piss. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, God. The Bear Grylls IP. Beer, like squirt, is mostly piss. <laughs> and is stored in the balls. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. He, sa- he said that, like, meat is going to be outlawed and... 
and beer is going to be plant based. Wow, that's interesting. Where do they? Where does this fear mongering about you can't eat meat come from? Because I know, I, I guess, because not like most vegetarians and vegans and shit are like are leftists. Or at least Democrats, yeah. you know? So, I mean, that's probably what it is. But what they're failing to realize is that most of us hate them, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no it's just crazy. There. It's just crazy that the the Fox News audience is, like, so delusional and so void of, well, common sense, but also independent thought. Um, that some guy is like, the Democrats want to want to take away the meat and you can only eat vegetables and and beers going to be different now and they're like oh fuck they're trying to do that <laughs> <laughs> i know that's it's, real yeah they've managed to to just become the the uh mirror side of of the vegan and make meat eating a personality trait which yeah. is kind of impressive which I guess. is yeah, and somehow more annoying. Yeah, yeah. Well, annoying in, in different ways, I would say. I don't want to yeah. encounter either person uh, in an elevator. No, no. No, I don't want to be like, hey, have you tried the salad? And they're like, I eat yeah. meat, bro. Okay. Yeah. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, yeah. Imagine... It would be interesting to meet someone who's on an all meat diet. Uh, uh Jordan Peterson did that for a long time, and it. Uh, and he, oh, that's what's and, wrong with him. And he almost died. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he did. He almost fucking died. Yeah. Um, Shockingly, there are a lot of things that you can get from plants that you can't get from meat. Imagine that. Amazing. It's it's almost like you need a balanced diet to live. <laughs> it's crazy. It's Incredible. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, when did, I don't know, when did the food pyramid become like a leftist conspiracy? <laughs> I know. Or something, you know, like. Not, like accurate. No, not even, not the, okay, not the food pyramid, but like. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Nutrition. When did yeah. nutrition become a de- like a partisan issue? Yeah, like I don't understand. I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, I don't understand eating steak to own the libs. Mm-hmm. Fox News, fair and balanced, but not with our diets. <laughs> meat only. God, imagine their dumps. Lean meat only and no fatties. <laughs> and also it's a little asterisk there. No yeah, fatties. Yeah. God, they're the fucking dumps of those people must be terrible. All meat shits. That sounds yeah. awful. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine using the restroom after a conservative just blew it up. <laughs> yeah. God, look look like that slime that McDonald's cooks with. Oh God, <laughs> see, that's the question. So, yeah, does it come out? Does it come out like the like slime, or does it come out as just like a brick? <laughs> Probably a brick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know. You know, you know those are like fire starter log things, but it's kind of like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a little like peat on the side, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shit's just come out looking like peat moss. Yeah, <laughs> I'll congeal together. It looks like um, what are what are those uh, <laughs> what are those things that look like corn dogs that grow in marshes? <laughs> <laughs> I 
nature's uh, corn dog yeah nature's corn dog what are those called uh i forget but by the way uh conservative shits and nature's corn dog are two songs off my upcoming <laughs> yes absolutely cottontails is that what they're called what are they called cottontails yeah 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 I was going to say Pussy Willow, but that's something else. <laughs> Don't talk about Madeline like that. Yikes. Got him. <laughs> sure. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. So, hey, we're recording this a little earlier than usual because I, I was pretty bored today. So <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I don't have any, I didn't have anything to do or anyone to hang out with. So I was just like, no. Poor Lee Michael. All is lonesome. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I'm kind of not in the mood to watch movies after the shit that I watched over the weekend. Oh, yes. Yes. I would love to hear about that. You texted okay, me yeah, about so... it. I got a primer, but I don't know the details. Okay. A lot happened. Also, <laughs> nothing happened. Right. I watched the most bizarre triple feature of my life. I watched Mortal Kombat, which was man. I don't. How the fuck is the 1995 Mortal Kombat the best Mortal Kombat movie? <laughs> uh, there's like a solid movie between that one and this one somewhere. I'm sure. Right. This one was just like, like, why? Why are we getting like a serious, pretentious Mortal Kombat movie? <laughs> <laughs> that's also a prequel like mortal Kombat won't happen for like three more movies oh jesus like each movie i guess they're, they're going to be recruiting a a different beloved character for okay. the mortal for the more titular mortal Kombat. and i i guess every movie is just going to be called mortal Kombat. i don't know <laughs> nice who knows or like mortal Kombat origins johnny cage like i don't know <laughs> this is good this is shaping up to be a, a stupid franchise hell yeah um it was, I don't know. I think I would have enjoyed it more if uh, the director had not been such a douchebag during all the press junkets. He was like, he was like, uh, uh, with this film, we we put to screen the best martial arts that has ever been done in movies before. Mm. He said this would be like the greatest martial arts film ever made. Uh, what's what other martial arts movies has this guy seen? Like Under Siege, Rush Hour 3? Like this was not good martial arts, dude. It's unfortunate. It was just like another bullshit American action movie mm. that, that had like terrible editing. The editing in this movie is fucking trash, dude. Oof. Um, terrible editing. Uh, underwhelming fights. The only thing good about it was the blood. And the fact that they did like two fatalities in the movie to, you know, right. pay tribute to the the ones in the video game. Right. That's about all I had going for it. Didn't give a shit about any characters. Kano was cool, but I mean, all I do is say fuck and make dick and ball jokes. <laughs> Basically Deadpool. I mean, who cares? Right, right. Um. Yeah. I mean, I. it was fine. I didn't hate that I saw it or anything. I'd watch it again with somebody that wanted to watch it that I was hanging out with. I don't know. Like my sister doesn't have HBO max. She wants to see it. I'll probably watch it with her at some point. And there's a, there's a good 30 minutes in this movie. I'll just be scrolling Reddit during, you know, 
<laughs> it wasn't atrocious by any means, but it was just like, right, right. come on, man. This is this is what underwhelming. we're underwhelming. Underwhelming as fuck, um, which is a shame. All these people are just wasted, dude. Mm. So that was disappointing. Um, and then Madeline wanted to watch a shitty horror movie, which I'm always down for. And we've been wanting to watch that stupid Truth or Dare movie for yes. a while. And we see that it's on HBO Max. So we're like, okay, let's watch it. So we're like 20 minutes into this piece of shit. And I'm like, where's all the spooky faces? Because in the trailer, the whole thing, the whole whole thing is the spooky faces. The whole gimmick of the movie is like a Snapchat filter. The movie is like based on a spooky Snapchat filter. Yes. yes. (laughs) Basically where, yeah, what happens is like these people get possessed and they truth or dare somebody. And then they have to do the truth or dare or else they die. Uh, okay. Yeah, but then- and in order to, in order to truth or dare somebody, their eyes glaze over and they have like a spooky smile. Yeah. Don't they? <laughs> this they is get a like real a, movie that they get like, they get like, they get like, they spent millions of dollars. Yeah. Don't they get, they get like the kind of Grinch esque, like curly pointy smile. And then they have like yeah. big eyes. Yeah. Yeah. They get like, anime they get wide eyed. Yeah, they get like wide ventriloquist eyes and then nice. they have a spooky smile and then they truth or dare somebody. That's the whole premise. And I was like, wow, this is going to be fucking atrocious. So we're watching this piece of shit and it's fucking atrocious. And I'm like, where's all the spooky smiles? And then I realized the girl that I thought was Lucy Hale the whole time is not Lucy Hale. And I'm like, what the fuck are we watching? <laughs> so I'm like, what the fuck is happening? It, did I like dream up this other movie or is this not like, is that not called truth or dare? Yeah. You know what's going on? I look it up. There's two different truth or dare movies that came out a year apart, uh, that supposedly have no relation, even though we're going to talk about it. They're, they're the same movie. A lot of weird. Yeah. You can't do a whole lot. There's not a whole lot. No, but there's like specific, there's like specific weird, Things that happen in both movies. Yeah, they could have both um, bought the same script. Yeah, I don't know what happened, but it turns out that the movie we were watching at the time was a made was like a sci-fi original movie. So you know it's trash. Yeah. Uh, somehow, it was the better of the two Truth or Dare movies. Wow. The Blumhouse one was insufferable, and I hated it. <laughs> the other one. I would probably watch again because it was hilarious. And also this is, so this was like TV 14 basically. Right. Way more violent than the unrated too extreme for theaters director's cut that we rented Yeesh. of the other truth or dare movie. Um, yeah. Also it was like, it had this like steamy sex scene. Yeah. You see like a belly on top of another belly. <laughs> <laughs> that was too extreme for theaters. Ooh. Yeah, theater theaters that screened uh, blue is the warmest color couldn't handle the sexiness <laughs> of Lucy Hale and the guy from Teen Wolf. Yeah, fuck yeah, you. I yeah. you should be strung up by your balls if you fucking market <laughs> a PG thirteen movie is like the unrated too extreme for theaters thing. That that shit died like twelve years ago. That whole trend yeah, yeah. of we've talked about this before in the two thousands. There was a whole yeah, thing yeah. where every movie had an unrated home release. Yeah, yeah. And it had like one F-bomb in it or something. That's what this shit was. Yeah, just a cash grab in the back of the day. So this, yeah. 
So this version was more tame than the TV 14 sci-fi movie. Um, so the sci-fi movie, also the premises are a little, they are different. So in the sci-fi movie, um, it opens with these kids playing truth or dare. This kid has to jump off the roof of a house and they're teenagers. So I guess this dumb logic makes sense. The girl's like aim for the grass and he misses and lands on the driveway and splatters. Nice. And then the girl has to go inside and pour acid on her head. Uh, and then, so that's like the opening. It's like the cold open. So then fast forward to present day and these really obnoxious, uh, college students, they have, they go to this house for a party that was rented by someone in their friend group on Halloween. And he rented the house through a website called, um, Oh my God. It was so stupid. dude. It was like scaryhouses.net. Oh no. Scary rentals. It's called scaryrentals.net. <laughs> it's a website where you can Airbnb <laughs> spoopy houses. Nice. And so <laughs> he rented this house because people died there in the eighties or whatever. And, um, they're like, Oh, let's play truth or dare. All right. And so this is these, here's two things that happen in both movies. Uh, the first dare is like, Oh, these hot girls have to make out. Right. And then they kiss for like five seconds. The other thing is, uh, we get, we get some like Dan Schneider, Quentin Tarantino foot fetish, uh, close-ups on some feet for no reason in both of these movies. Nice. Um, so also, Oh, also each group of friends in both movies have like the stereotypical gay friend, like the obnoxious gay character, except, well, he's not as obnoxious in the, Blumhouse truth or dare he's all right but in this in the first movie he was obnoxious as fuck and I don't know if it was a continuity error or what but at some point he talks about his girlfriend so maybe he wasn't gay but he also says shit like that got me pregnant and what can I say I only like meat so I don't know maybe he who knows (laughs) some weird gender (laughs) identity crisis happening um so they go to the house they decide to play truth or dare and then there's like a ghost in the house or something. He's like a truth or dare ghost. And it starts raining postcards in the house that have dares written on them. Nice. And uh, it's like once you are told a dare, you have like a certain amount of time to do it or else. It's so stupid. They say do the dare or the dare does you. Sure. So this guy has to like put his hand on a stove. He doesn't. So like this final destination, Rube Goldberg chain of events happens where he like trips in the stove, like lurches forward. And then it turns on like right when he puts his hand on it. Of course, the (laughs) burner is immediately hot. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, his hands like glued to it for some reason. (laughs) Of course. Well, skin (laughs) melts, don't you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. His skin melts instantaneously. Uh, and then like the next girl has to like eat the charred skin. And, uh, of course it's all stuff. This is another similarity in the movies. Every truth or dare is like related to a deep secret. They have, of course, pretty obvious way to go. Yeah. Obvious, yeah. you know, obviously. Um, but yeah, also I'm kind of trying, I'm struggling to remember which truths and dares happen in which movies because they're the same shit the only real difference is that in the other truth or dare movie they go to this uh old church in mexico and it's also haunted by some sort of truth or dare demon 
But what happened was he was unleashed when they broke some sort of uh, is like some teapot that had a tongue in it and they broke it and the tongue fell out. And like you have to cut out your tongue and sacrifice it to the demon to make him stop. Mm. I don't know. So that was pretty weird. Uh, yeah. And they're like lured there by some guy who is trying to get them to play truth or dare because the more people that are playing, the more turns there are until it's his turn again. So he's trying to like put off having to do a truth or dare. Mm. And then also had this weird rule that the demon enforced where you could only do like, you had to do two dares before you could do a truth. I don't know. And well, yeah, because the ob- otherwise you would only pick truth. Yeah. Yeah. The but of course they all had happen. like, but they all had like insane truths. Like of course one of the, like this girl's best friend's dad killed himself. And it turned out that the girl was responsible for it because the dad like tried to fuck her and she, re- she rejected him. So he was ashamed and like killed himself okay. and she never told anybody and then like had to tell the friend. And it was so, it was so funny and predictable because they're at the end and it's like just the two of them and she can like pick truth again. And then, or no, she, she doesn't want to pick truth. That's what it is. She doesn't want to pick truth because she knows the demon will make her tell her. So she picks dare and it's like, I dare you to tell her. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was so fucking dumb, dude. Love it. Jesus Christ. But one, one cool thing about, uh, Oh yeah. The cool thing about the first truth or dare movie is that, uh, they realize that they can share the dares. So like one of them is like, you have to pull out two teeth. So two people pull out one tooth each which was brutal as fuck. Yeah, I'm sure. And then, and then there's just two girls left. Oh, also both movies have this weird subplot where the two main characters are best friends. And one of, and like the best friend is in love with slash slept with the other girl's boyfriend. Of course. And it's like this whole thing. It's a subplot in both movies. Yeah. Yeah. But in the first one, the boyfriend is dead and it's just the two girls who, one of them now hates the other for sleeping with the boyfriend, obviously. And um, it's just them. And they have one of them is dared to cut off seven living body parts. And so they're like, oh, we'll pull out eyelashes and hair. And it doesn't count for some reason. So they start like one girl, I like, just cuts off an earlobe. And then they start ripping out fingernails and then like cutting off pinkies and cut. And then for some reason, so one girl cuts off her, she gets her pinky cut off and then the other girl cuts off her pinky toe and they're like, we need one more. And so then (laughs) they cut off a girl's entire foot instead of just (laughs) another pinky toe or something. So this girl's missing a finger and a foot and a tooth. <laughs> oh, really got a the fingernail. God, got the short end of that stick. <laughs> yeah, dude. They're like, we need one more body part. Let's cut off your whole fucking leg from the shin down. It was so dumb. Uh, and of course, they just like hack it off with a kitchen knife. Yeah. And then, yeah. Um, then they're driving in a car to the hospital. They think they've beat the game. And then they're like using like the infotainment uh, system map in the car and then it glitches out and a dare comes on the screen. It's like, I dare you to kill her. 
It's like, Jesus Christ. Okay. And yeah. so she just like tries to kill them both by driving into a tree and then they both just survive and then it ends. So like, what? Cool. <laughs> you didn't cool. do the dare. Are you going to die? What's happening there? Did they Maybe die? they ran out of. Yeah, I, I don't know. Who cares? Yeah. It sounds but... to me they're like, fuck, we need a finale. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, crash the car. Yeah. Also, one of the characters was dare to rob a store. <laughs> like these dares are extreme as fuck, dude. The ghost has no fucks to give. <laughs> the ghost has uh, no the dares chill. are pretty good. No chill, dude. No chill. Yeah, he's he's he would be like <laughs> the the person you're finger that's like, I dare you to let me punch you in the balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like yeah. right out right out of the gate, you know. <laughs> what about truth the dare movie? But it's stuff like that. It's like bro dares. Yeah. Yeah, bro, I dare you to let me punch you in the balls. Um, bro, I dare you to jump over the campfire. <laughs> like, shit like that. Bro, I dare you to kiss me. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I dare you to it's trick like me a, off, bro. Like a, bi- a bi-curious truth or dare demon. <laughs> like, what are you, chicken, bro? I dare you to kiss me, dude. What, what are you, fucking pussy? Yeah. Come on, bro. What are you, gay? What are you, gay? <laughs> what are you, Can't kiss what are you fucking you're gay? Too gay? <laughs> If you weren't gay, you'd kiss me, dude. You're gonna like it. That's why. That's why you want to do it. <laughs> don't be you fucking like queer, bro. Gay. Yeah, don't make it gay, bro. <laughs> Just kiss me, bro. Just gonna make out. <laughs> Please, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lonely, bro. <laughs> Just goes in an entirely so different lonely, direction. I'm so lonely, bro. <laughs> Dude, we need more. Okay, so we've got two Truth or Dare movies. There's Ready or Not. There's there's a movie called Hide and Seek. We need more like childhood game horror movies, you know? Yeah, like a like a tag one, which I guess would just be like, um, what was it called? The one where like the the ghost, the demon is sexually transmitted. Oh, It Follows. It Follows. yeah. Yeah. I guess that'd kind of be that. Yeah, you could have like a horror spin the bottle. Yeah, somehow. Yeah, like what are other like like stupid party games? The floor is lava. (laughs) The floor is lava. Yeah, seven minutes in heaven. Yeah, seven minutes in hell. Yeah, (laughs) I was gonna say seven minutes in heaven or an eternity in hell. There you go. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. Religious undertones. Yeah, obviously. You can do freeze tag. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, why not? Fuck it, dude. Yeah, who gives a shit? We're scraping the bottle of the barrel already. Yeah, yeah. If if it's not a Conjuring movie, they don't know, like, what to make, apparently. <laughs> Even then, I think they're running so, out I don't of know. Ideas. I don't know. Fucking truth or dare? Uh, 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 I don't know. Make Pet Cemetery again. The Bye Bye Man? <laughs> <laughs> can we make another Brahms movie? <laughs> When was uh, we haven't had a Dracula in a while? Oh God, dude! There's like seventy five hundred Dracula movies. Yeah, and probably five of them are good. <laughs> yeah, that's probably being generous. There's so many Dracula. You know what I wish? Did you ever see that Mary Shelley Frankenstein movie with Robert De Niro, Mm-mm. where he's Frank? He's the monster. No, I wish they. I wish that same team just adapted all of the monsters. And he played the monster every time. <laughs> every single like imagine, bed. imagine Robert De Niro is Dracula. That'd be fucking awesome. Or Robert De Niro is the Wolfman. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, dude. Yeah. That'd be, be sick as fuck. Rad. The creature Robert in the De Niro Black Lagoon. Is the mummy. Like, Let's go. Yeah. 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 Awesome. <laughs> Put him in everything. As long as you keep his mole. Phantom of the Opera him. with Robert De Niro. <laughs> Robert De Niro is the Phantom of the Opera. Fuck yes. He's even, he doesn't even need a mask. Half his face doesn't even move. <laughs> Just have him there with the droopy face. Yeah, exactly. No one will know the that difference. Weird, that weird side smile. Indeed. As long as they keep his mole. I think that's part of the part of the look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would like an R-rated cut of Phantom at the Megaplex, please. <laughs> Why not? Why not? There's children getting murdered in a Disney movie, and also Mickey Rooney is there. <laughs> Sounds great. That was Mickey Rooney, right? Sure. I don't know. Who cares? I don't know. I Who don't cares? Know. But why stop there, dude? Let's uh I think I think it was Hammer that did all the adaptations of the Edgar Allan Poe stories. Mm-hmm. Dude, fucking Robert De Niro, put him in the Raven. <laughs> put put him in the put him in the Telltale Heart. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's, <laughs> I can't do it. I've never I was even tried. Just to gonna say, well, I want to know. But what he's like, I was gonna go. I can't do. De Niro I don't right. even know. I never tried, and I don't want to right now. But he's just, like, just generic yeah. Brooklyn accent. I guess would be fine. Yeah. He's like freaking out about the floorboards. Awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. Fucking the pit and the pendulum. Let's do it. Bring it yeah, back. Dude. Let's just do an entire. Yeah, just an entire horror movie universe starring Robert De Niro. Yeah, yeah. The Robert De Niro Perfect. horror movie universe. The, Cinematic universe. Yeah, yeah. The RD. <laughs> what would that be? Robert De Niro. Horror cinematic RD, universe. RDNH. Yeah. RDN. Yeah, that's true. You need the D and the end for De Niro. Yeah. RDNH CMU. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But why, oh, you man. know, but why stop with, with him? Let's get some of the other greats involved, like Joe Pesci. Uh, we oh, Al Pacino. Get, we, yeah. Al Pacino, Ray Liotta. Uh, Can you imagine a Dracula that just walks into a room and goes, <laughs> for no reason oh fuck unbelievable <laughs> i'm here for it and that's I'm what ready. it should be dude just the whole cast of goodfellas <laughs> yeah. as every as every universal monster dude <laughs> fucking uh ray liotta as the wolfman yes yes that's good <laughs> joe pesci is dr jekyll and mr hyde <laughs> shit unbelievable i mean hey if scorsese's involved then maybe it'd work <laughs> who knows right hey who knows who knows he's probably the the greatest living filmmaker certainly the greatest living of like that era absolutely probably, probably about the only living of that era <laughs> uh, yeah maybe actually no now no. spielberg's still no. around is Coppola still alive? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's still he just alive. put out. He just put out like a new cut of The Godfather Part Three. Ooh, Part Three. <laughs> trying yeah. to trying to raise the seas. I see. Well, you can't make it worse. <laughs> I I don't know. <laughs> actually, you could because it's actually not that bad of a movie. It's just in comparison to yeah. 
two masterpieces. Like two of the greatest movies ever made. It's kind of uh <laughs> Yeah. Hard to follow. Yeah. It is what it is. Oh boy. What else is going on this week? I'm in theory going to do a bunch of flying tomorrow. We'll see if the weather cooperates. Oh, yeah? Do my solo long cross country. Hmm. Being a plane by myself for like two and a half hours. Wow. Assuming assuming that it, uh, yeah, that it happens. Assuming you don't crash? Tomorrow morning, cash me in the skies. How about cash that? Cash me in the skies. How about that? <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, assuming I don't... Uh, accidentally 9-11 yeah well hopefully you're better at landing than harrison ford <laughs> one can only hope <laughs> so far my track record is pretty good so yeah only one you know who doesn't experience. you know who doesn't crash every plane that they fly john travolta <laughs> that's true he has a very good flying record from what i understand it's weird to think that john travolta is better at something than harrison ford <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think he donated his big old 707 to some organization that's going to keep it flying. His big rig. <laughs> his big rig, yeah. What's well, it's, um, it's, a, it's a fucking giant vintage airliner. Forever, I was like, how the fuck does John Travolta still have the money to keep this airliner from 1962 fucking flying? Jesus. And it turns out he doesn't anymore because he's uh, donated it to some other organization to keep it flying. But, wow. Yeah. Does he have his own like private hangar? He does. Yeah, he lives in a this uh, a fly-in community in Florida. So he has That's uh, cool. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Indeed. He should name his next plane the Kelly Preston. He can never <laughs> afford to buy one again. That is. <laughs> speaking speaking uh, of uh, uh private aircraft, did you see that uh, Trump's uh, various private uh, Boeing 757s are grounded indefinitely because he can't afford <laughs> to fix them. <laughs> no, I didn't, but that makes me very happy. Yeah, I th- God, where hilarious. is it? Is it in Newark? It's somewhere on the East Coast, I believe. And yeah, it needs like a it needs a, a, a engine overhaul, I think. And yeah, he just mm. can't afford to do it, so it's just sitting there. <laughs> uh, see, I don't understand that though, because he's a billionaire. Yeah, I know, right? Well, it's allegedly he's- he can't afford to do it. Oh, I see. That's what that's what the liberal media wants you to think. Yeah, yeah, I see. Okay, I don't remember where it is. Might be at LaGuardia. I don't. I don't remember what airport it's at. (laughs) It's just sitting. It's not even in a hangar. It's just sitting out in the open, probably because hangar (laughs) space is also very expensive. Just in the the front yard, like uh... basically, it's basically the fucking (laughs) like an old like an old Ford Bronco. Yeah, just rusting like the, away. Some fucking hoopty Cadillac from the fifties, <laughs> rusting in some rednecks in front of some rednecks trailer. Oh my god, dude! Like, but it's fucking... a seven fifty seven with Trump written on the side. Like that junkyard from the Sandlot. It's just Trump's airplanes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Languishing. Yeah. <laughs> god, I love it. Languishing. Oh fuck. That's hilarious. It's like one of it's like such a great metaphor. Yeah, as is everything that happens. Yes, <laughs> relating to Donald I Trump. Can't, and, I can't. I can't fucking news. wait for all of that debt to come due. Yeah, it's gonna be. 
gonna be hoping for another stimmy. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what he'll do. He'll probably find some way to scam people yeah. into giving him money, unless unless uh, he actually gets convicted by New York if they decide to press crimes, hmm. press charges, mm-hmm. press crimes, <laughs> press crimes, press press crime press crimes is what CNN is accused of. <laughs> <laughs> Guilty on all charges. Yeah, guilty, see? <laughs> Read all about it. <laughs> Come in those press crimes. What if they what if they remade uh the Muppet Christmas Carol and Donald Trump played Scrooge? <laughs> but he doesn't but, learn like, a lesson. He, <laughs> He's still just a he just, piece of shit at he the end of the movie. Tiny Tim. <laughs> <laughs> he repossesses their house. Morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, but but isn't but uh, Scrooge is uh, stingy with money? Isn't that part of like he's very wealthy, but like is it is otherwise kind of a, well? Trump doesn't nice pay people. That's true. He doesn't. Well, he doesn't spend money on other people. Remember when he straight up said that? Not that he forgot, but like I can't remember if it was Christmas or Melania. Oh, it was Melania's birthday. He was on the phone on Fox News, and they were like, "Did you get her something nice?" He's like, "Well, not so nice." I, but <laughs> hey, he's letting he's helping her keep her green card. That's the, all the all the fucking yeah. gifts she needs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe in this version of the Christmas Carol, uh, Tiny Tim gets falsely accused of murder, and and Trump uh, runs an attack campaign in the newspaper <laughs> right. against him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Yesterday I was walking through the square and I saw Tiny Tim. Okay. With a gun. <laughs> he had a gun. It was very big. <laughs> very shiny, okay. I said, Tiny Tim, what are you doing? He said. I'm going to shoot my old woman down. That's what he said. I'm going to shoot her down. <laughs> so, uh, sir, I think those are Jimi Hendrix lyrics. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I don't listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> are you sure you didn't mean Johnny Cash? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> no, Jimi Hendrix, dude. All right. <laughs> Hey Joe. Yes, that's true. That's true. I forgot about yeah. that. Which I think is a cover. So <laughs> <laughs> it is. Hey Joe, is it back to cover? I think they're all covers, dude. I that think Purple Haze too. was written by Woody Guthrie. <laughs> <laughs> I think he I think he debuted it on his <laughs> We Kill Fascist tour. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we should get into the business of of making like uh, fake concert tees for like (laughs) old timey musicians. That is actually a fucking (laughs) brilliant idea. Can you imagine getting like a badass Woody Guthrie, "This Machine Kills Fascist Fascist World Tour" concert T shirt? Dude, that is such a fucking good idea. I don't know how you get around that copyright wise, but like, dude, that is such a fucking good idea. Well, parody. You could do anything <laughs> yeah. if it's parody. That's true. 
for legal reasons. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. I hope nobody's done that yet. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm, we found our, to... our million dollar idea. I'm about to Google Woody Guthrie. <laughs> Woody <concert> Guthrie tour. <laughs> Yeah, fucking, yeah, it'd have to be like really, really old timey shit. <laughs> oh fuck! I mean, some exist, but they're like, no, oh, yeah, not yeah, the wanna, ones we're talking about. Yeah, you want to do like a you know. like a really obnoxious modern <laughs> design, but it's like <laughs> fucking like Louis Belson, <laughs> Art Garfunkel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not Simon and Garfunkel. No, 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 no. The solo artist Art Garfunkel. (laughs) Solo artist Art Garfunkel. (laughs) He wishes that he was referred to. (laughs) Referred to himself as that way. Yeah, yeah. He he didn't do so hot after. Who do you think had a worse solo career, Gene Simmons or Art Garfunkel? <laughs> at least Art Garfunkel. I guess any, can, anyone from Kiss. Yeah, at least Art Garfunkel can write a song. You know, it's amazing, dude. Kiss is like the Power Rangers because, like, separately they're worthless, and then they like come together and form, and they're bigger and more worthless. <laughs> this is very true. <laughs> it's often said that Kiss is like the Power Rangers, but a band. But a band, and equally, they're useless. stupid. They're for kids, and they're worthless. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh, dude, a little update on Ted Nugent, who we we mentioned last week. Oh yeah, it's a Nugent update. <laughs> Um, Excellent. Apparently, apparently, just days before he announced that he was positive for COVID, uh, he performed at a supermarket. So Ted Nugent uh, doesn't even have state fair status, dude. He's performing <laughs> he's like, in supermarkets. Yeah, he's at the fucking Piggly Wiggly. Yeah, I'm wondering if like he was supposed to perform or if he just wandered into one. Yeah, just days. They just started playing Stranglehold. <laughs> I assume drunk and like <laughs> just like in a fucking no he doesn't drink dude he's straight edge he doesn't drink <laughs> doesn't do drugs he doesn't curse he curses all the time I saw yeah I saw a video the other day it was a super cut of Ted Nugent licking his lips <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez you know, it was only like suppose- it was only like two or three videos worth. It wasn't like it was like uh, his whole career. It was like two rambling videos of his, and he was just licking his fucking lips the whole time. <laughs> Jesus, dude! Like two of the recent ones. Did you know that he uh, got a blowjob from Courtney Love when he was twenty-eight? Uh, who didn't? Yeah, I mean she was only twelve, but. <laughs> Oh, Cor- right. Courtney Love. Cor- Courtney, Courtney Love Louvre. claims to have Courtney Love, <laughs> <laughs> the fancy Courtney. Courtney Love claims to have provided fellatio for Ted Nugent at the. <laughs> why? Why do we get proper age after? I don't know. At the at the ripe old age of twelve. That's uh, great. Yeah. 
I didn't realize that Very was. Oh God! And I did this. No one was Kurt Cobain say- killed himself. <laughs> <laughs> you did what? <laughs> no, I, I forgot what I was about to say. I got, but, oh, I can never. I never. Yeah. Well, here's the here's what I was about to say, and I wasn't even trying to make a joke. <laughs> but, yeah. But I'm glad I caught it. But what I was going to say is, wow, I didn't realize that it came from her lips. <laughs> oh. Like the, like the allegation. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but apparently yeah, no also in- the cock. Yeah, no pun intended. No oh pun God, intended. that's terrible. Yeah, yeah. She, um, I, mean, I know, I know. I've joked about it before that uh, he's a pedophile, but like he really is. I yeah, mean, no, no. He, no, he uh, actually does uh, fuck underage girls allegedly. No, allegedly, dude. I mean, he's straight up. I, I saw a whole thread about this on Reddit that provided links for reference uh yeah he's straight up like got guardianship over a teenager from her parents i don't understand how that and like had a sexual relationship with her dude how i don't know how are you how do you can i mean even if they're like fans i don't understand how you're like oh yeah yeah we'll we'll give you guardianship over our child i don't know I don't know. There's got it's got to be some like the parents have to be drug addicts or there's got to be something else going on there. There has to be. Yeah. Hang on, hang on. I found a. I mean, he definitely looks like the sort of guy that you would tell your like female co-stars not to hang out with. You know what I mean? <laughs> that you're like, don't yeah. be in a room alone with him. Apparently, he married her. Or he, or the plan was to marry her once he had legal guardianship, because mm. then he could basically sign off on her. Interesting. But then she turned fifteen. <laughs> oh, then she. Oh man, then she. Uh, yeah, she, she aged withered, out. She withered away. Mm-hmm. That old fucking whore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm being Jesus. So That's Christ. awful. That's awful. Um. Yeah. What age do they? What age does DiCaprio dump them at when they're like twenty two or something? Twenty five, I think. Twenty five. Okay, that's when they're too old for him. Yeah, yeah. That's that's when they uh, they become milfs and he's not into it anymore. This is a real question. Is nobody is nobody like looking into Dane Cook's relationship with his nineteen year old girlfriend? That he has a nineteen year old girlfriend. He's been. Dating for a couple years now. <laughs> oh, that yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone is. Hang on, because I Google, I, I Google it, and nothing, uh, nothing's coming up. If you, I mean, I don't know. Maybe this is just because Google's listening. But I typed Dane Cooks, and it autofilled girlfriend's age. Uh, that's so maybe people are not what you want. So we're dating since 2017. Okay. She's so he's 46. Now. She was, oh, she he's referred to in this. He's referred to in this article. She was 19 when they, he was 19 at the time that they had been dating for a little over a year. So she probably like fresh. She had to dating. have been like, yeah. 
Yeah, no, she. What Which, probably happened is they met before she was eighteen. She turned the magic number. He groomed and her. Then they started dating. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, here's Dan Cook explaining it. Oh boy. <clears throat> Let's see. The two have been dating for a little over a year now, which means in theory that the relationship began when Taylor was 18 and Cook was 45. God. Cook explained they first met at a game night at his home. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, excuse me? Uh, is he friends with their parents? Oh, he says the two were friends for a while before they began dating. Yep. Groomed. Um, when asked during an Instagram Q and a, what advice do you have for those in age gap relationships? Cook replied, the thing you have to worry about is, or no, he said, the thing you have to do is plan that your deaths will be somewhat far apart. Yeah. Yeah. That's the concern that we all have, Dane. (laughs) He says age means zitch. It's a number that has no measurement of what makes your character. So yeah, he uh, yeah they yeah. I th- I feel That's... like calling it an age gap uh, mischaracterizes this situation when you're thirty years older than the person that you're dating. <laughs> an age gap is like you know five or ten years. I think mm-hmm. I don't really know what I would call thirty it's a generational gap. <laughs> that's that's like f- three generational gaps. Dude, he's probably older than her dad. <clears throat> possibly, it, it it is possible. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Jesus fucking Christ. Or well, at least the same a, age. Yeah, he's not famous enough, though, realistically, to be canceled. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Harsh. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's true, though. The reason Twitter's not freaking out about it is that the sort of people who get mad about that kind of thing on Twitter are too young to know who Dane Cook is. Dude, when this chick was being in, like born this dude was at like the peak, the peak of, of his, his career yeah in fact he probably got canceled the first time like when she was born <laughs> <laughs> oh my god let's see that because that he he became really famous in what like 2006 2007 kind of in there so she would yeah. have been like four <laughs> at the height was of it this that fame. no no it was before that because i remember he was a big deal when i was in middle school yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking of because it was middle school for me. So too. he, dude, he had to have peaked in like 2006. That's that's what I'm saying. Like the very, very top yeah. of it, right before he, like, oh, okay. right before the okay. the joke stealing stuff happened. Wait, was that him? Was that yeah. no? That was Carlos Mintz. Was was he joke stealing? No, he was a joke. Yeah, it was him. Yeah, cause also, were, yeah, because there was also a whole thing about his brother, I think, stealing his money, and there was a, a whole thing there too, as I recall. A variety mm-hmm. of uh, of issues happening for Dane Cook. So yeah, that would have been um, like yeah. So we'll and and like he also made that he also made that Good Luck Chuck movie. <clears throat> yeah, that might have been the he... nail in the coffin. You ever <laughs> see that piece I, of I, shit? Unfortunately, yes. Oh my god, dude. Yep. But we all loved Dane Cook back in the day. <laughs> That's what you did in the lunchroom. We didn't have memes, so you would quote Chappelle Show and Dane Cook. <laughs> We didn't have memes. Dude, this, yeah, his, oh my God, dude. And Borat. And that would be, that would just be just people going very nice. And then 
re- reciting the Burger King joke, and then I'm Rick James, bitch, and that was pretty much all it was. I mean, this yeah, this girl has no, this girl has like no knowledge of an entire pantheon of like pop culture that this that he, dude yeah, perpetuated. That, yeah, you know? that he was like, a part of. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 What if she, what if one day they like get in a fight and uh and like you know when you you know when you say things you don't or like not even that. You know when you get in a fight with someone and then you just like bring up petty shit yeah in the heat of the moment. What if they what if that happens and she's like also you flip people off wrong. And then he's like, and then he's like, bitch, I've been flipping people off like this since before you were born. <laughs> oh, fuck. Also, if anybody remembers <laughs> how Dane Cook flips people off was the Sufi. Is that the super finger? It's like the middle oh, finger God, and the remember. ring finger. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. I only remember it because. I only remember it because he had that stand-up special where it was like on the entire stage. It was like the the floor of the stage was like the the two yeah, the yeah, two yeah. fingers. Yeah, I don't know. What a That's, cool it's just weird, dude. guy. Yeah, what a cool guy. <laughs> Do you think he shows her that clip from Shorties watching Shorties all the time? <laughs> the the animated Kool-Aid man bit. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Dane Cook. I used to be in movies. Yeah, he's like, he's like, hey, he's like, hey, look, honey, look what's on TV. It's this movie I did with Jessica Simpson. She's like, who's Jessica Simpson? He's like, fuck, <laughs> that's right. Oh, right. <laughs> she was famous before you were born. <laughs> True. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because like peak Jessica Simpson fame would have been like 2002. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and, and and then he's like, "Look, Dax Shepard's in it." And she's like, "Oh, the podcaster." <laughs> <laughs> he was in movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Oh my god! Unbelievable, man! <laughs> fucking believable! Oh, fucking Dane Cook. It'll catch up to him eventually. Probably. I assume so. I hope so. Yeah. Maybe maybe he can push her into pursuing nursing uh, when she goes to college. <laughs> that way she can help around the house whenever he falls and breaks his hip next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once the arthritis gets him and he can't move. Oh, God, dude. Once the dementia yeah. finally sets in. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Man. <laughs> it's crazy it's really crazy how comedy comes comes in waves. Like comedians, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like remember remember that one year where Kevin Hart was everywhere? And it was yeah. so annoying. And then yeah. and then one day we woke up and he was like nowhere. And it was like, oh god, thank God. Well, and know. I haven't heard from him I haven't seen him since. Indeed, yeah. What the he fuck did, is Kevin Hart doing? He had that stand-up special where there was were like forty thousand people there or whatever, and then he he dipped out for a while. Dude, that's what they all do. They sell out Madison Square Garden 
and then they wake up and like nobody gives a fuck anymore. Isn't that so weird? Well, I think I think a lot of it is that they don't give a fuck anymore. Like like Steve Martin has talked about yeah. it where where he got to a point where he was, you know, playing these stadiums and selling them out and he was like I can't go anywhere from here. Like you've you've reached well, that's, the end. And I have to I mean I have that's to think it's fair, part but and play like Kevin Hart took doing movies and shit. Yeah, but like nobody gives a fuck about him anymore is what I'm saying. Well, I'm sure people It's not like still he do. I mean Yeah, as far, but as far as like the limelight attention for pop culture, like it always has a short time span, but like I'm sure he could probably, I'm yeah. sure he could still sell out a stadium if he wanted to. Maybe. I bet he still could. Yeah. But I mean, you look at people who have been around for ever, like I don't know. Like Lewis Black, he's not he's not selling out MSG, but he sure. d- he does big shows still. He's had countless TV shows. He's still successful. He does. Sure. You know, I mean, I I I, feel, <clears throat> I just feel like you and I don't give a fuck about Kevin Hart, so we're not gonna like see his stuff. Well, maybe we're looking for it. <laughs> okay, that's I think well, that's that fair. might be fair. part of the problem. Okay, maybe you know what? Maybe you just hit the nail on the head. There. <laughs> but I do, I do see what you mean because yeah, it was it was essentially impossible to avoid for a while. Yeah, I mean, same thing with Dane Cook, dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then and then he got chewed up and spat out. Indeed. And I don't really know how other yeah. comics feel about Dane Cook. He's been like in like doing podcasts and stuff semi recently, so people they seem to be okay with him now. He seems to be like mentoring people, presumably yeah. on what not to do. But also, I mean, I don't know. He has a lot of insight. He was the biggest thing in the world for like a year and a half. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, at one point he he also he did he did uh, really change the game for co- comedy in general. I mean, he was one of the first people. Well, if if not the first, he was like the first comedian to utilize social media and market himself on the internet. That's true. Know? That's true. And, and, uh, build a, build a fan community that he interacted with. And yeah, you know, he, he did a lot of really, he did do a lot of really cool things before he, before he fizzled out. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the, in the way that like Bill Burr sort of pioneered like comedians doing podcasts. Right. Dane Cook did yeah, that it, for, I guess it'd be like him and social Rogan. media marketing. <laughs> That's true. And I feel like Dan Cook also leaned in really heavily to people um, like, d- like reciting his bits to each other. Like he seemed, my memory yeah. is that he was, he was into that, which I mean, yeah, why wouldn't yeah, you? It'd, yeah. it'd be like people covering your songs or, you know, shit like that. You'd be mm-hmm. like, yeah, people think my bits are funny and they say them to each other. Yeah. I mean, I don't know before him how many comedians had, that status in pop culture where like your phrases were everywhere. And like, yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be very many. Everyone knew you. I mean, I know like, yeah, like, like obviously there were of, famous yeah. comedians before Dane Cook. Yeah. But. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like who the, who the others sort of in that tier would have been at the time. Yeah. I, I mean, I, mean, yeah, I, I know, Steve, you know, Steve this, Martin, even though he wasn't doing it anymore. Um, George Garlin, Nobody recites George Carlin, dude. That's true. <laughs> Nobody's That's standing true. around the water cooler doing an eight minute long George Carlin bit. That's that true. was the other thing. Dan Cook, Dan Cook's, they weren't like um, uh, Mitch Hedberg, you know, 
jokes where they're just like super short set of yeah. punchline jokes, but they were short enough to be super quotable. He didn't have these like long rambling bits where he would bring it all together at the end. Right. Right. You know, like George no, not George Carlin. Um, I don't know. I'm blanking on a name right now, but he, but he would do things where it's like the way he would tell stories. You could, you could take a sentence out of there. That was like instantly yeah, quotable. Yeah, you could, yeah. Yeah. Which it made it all the more annoying. You. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Screaming, screaming B and E over and over again, certainly helped. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> coincidentally the only funny (laughs) the only funny thing anthony jeselnik has ever done is uh he (laughs) i saw this bit of him he was like at like a camp out or something i don't know where he was it it looked like he was around like a campfire and he was doing a bit about dane cook like early on like the only thing i that i had even known him from was some roast it was like his first roast and i looked him up on youtube and he was doing this bit about Dan Cook, basically just roasting Dan Cook. And he was like, he's doing a bit as Dan Cook. And he was like, you know how there's always one one guy in your friend group and he's got a ladder. You don't know why he just has a ladder. It's just the fucking ladder guy. And he like does this whole thing about some guy coming over with a ladder. And it was so hilariously accurate to what right, Dan right. Cook says and just how he says shit. It was really funny. Because, yeah, he does that annoying shit. Yeah, exactly. It's like. It's like vaguely relatable, but it's also yeah, yeah. total bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of, it's like, sort of what, like the the pop song approach. Yeah, to comedy. Yes, yes, exactly. exactly. It's interesting. Like the... Oh yeah, no, go, go ahead. ahead. No, it no, well, well, it's interesting that like that hasn't really <laughs> happened as much. I suppose part of it being because like especially because stand up, I feel like is so much a part of the pop culture sphere now you would think that mm-hmm. somebody would be that person or there'd right. at least be you know like one special every year or whatever that would like get passed around yeah i guess it happens well, a not. fair amount with like john mulaney i see those pop up a lot i guess but well we all know how that turned same. out <laughs> he went to rehab he's fine Yeah, yeah. Uh, of all the people from SNL that I uh, would have guessed would be in rehab, John Mulaney was not on the list. <laughs> That's true. I would. I certainly would not have guessed cocaine. Especially since all his jokes are about how he doesn't drink anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. If when, you anything... do a, when you do a 90-minute bit, when you do a 90-minute special about how you don't drink anymore, and then you're in rehab the next year for alcohol and cocaine. Yeah. It's just eh, a little sus. Slightly Anyways. sus. A little sus. A little sus. Um, no, I was gonna say I was gonna say Dan Cook's like the Demi Lovato of comedians. <laughs> Why is that? Oh, uh, just no, just because you were gonna you're talking about pop star stuff. Oh, right, right. And I really wanted to bring up how stupid Demi Lovato is. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, for trying for getting Demi upset Lovato about sucks, dude. yeah for getting upset about the the fucking local froyo shop okay can we yeah can we yeah we can get it briefly we get demi lovato tried to this? cancel a small business in her local area froyo shop because they had like diet type products like near the front of the store um and then they had like they had like it was like guilt-free, guilt-free yeah guilt-free gluten-free like stuff free like cookies yeah stuff like that 
And she, she said was it was triggering. It was triggering because she has like struggled with eating disorders and like all this stuff. And they're like, you should be more sensitive for all of this and fucking all this kind of shit. And it would be one thing if they if the marketing for all of that stuff was like, hey, fatties, yeah. come here and eat these fucking cookies, you fat sack of shit. They're gluten free. Yeah. They're good for you, you fucking lard. Like if, like if they're doing shit like that or like actively shaming people, then OK, sure, you can get mad at them. But yeah. they're just... It's a Froyo place. Froyo places already tried to like be the healthy alternative bullshit, even though it's fucking ice cream. But like they've yeah. always, I feel like Froyo places have always kind of had that air about them loosely. And like this is the kind of shit I fucking hate so much, particularly as a person who's had a lot of like mental health issues. Is like you cannot expect the rest of the fucking world to bend around you. It's one thing if you ask your friends to avoid certain subjects or to not say certain words or whatever. I think that's reasonable with like your interpersonal relationships. But shit like this, mm-hmm. come on, man. You it's yeah. up it's up to you to build up your resolve so that shit like that doesn't fucking send you off into a tizzy. Take some fucking responsibility for yourself. Dude, I mean that's like if a recovering alcoholic goes to a, a Chili's and sees there's like a margarita th- thing on the placemat, you know, yeah, what are they going to yeah. do? Try to cancel Chili's? Like get the fuck over yourself. Also, <laughs> yeah. And then the links so she many took this to also, it's fucking just insane. insane. And she's still dying on the, on the Hill, by the way, <laughs> she like sort of yeah, backed she, off a little bit, but, but not really. Yeah, I mean, she just she did the she did the Kardashian thing where she's like the beauty standards that are for women are so unfair. The ones that she helps perpetuate, and um, right. <laughs> so she's crying. She's like bitching and moaning about this dude, and then yeah. and then she also just like. By the way, I would like to point out that she lives in California, the most health conscious state, like ever. Yeah. Where that shit is everywhere. Everything is about a new diet trend, right? I yeah. mean, and that's we're gonna like the take, stereotype. Yeah, and we're going to take out uh, our frustration on a local business <laughs> and, not on, and not on all of the fucking, all of your famous friends who are peddling bullshit diet products. In fact, yeah. she herself used to, used to fucking peddle like detox teas and shit. Like, bitch, come yeah. on. Yeah, she's terrible. Um, then she then she said that they were like rude to her. Yeah, sure. Uh, even though she, she yeah, undoubtedly who started it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't you know who I am? I'm Demi Lovato, and I want my bro <laughs> Yeah, and it's like God damn, like 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 I know that you that she's had a rough go of it and shit, but like, dude, she, she is not. The well, look, nobody here. made you do heroin, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not mom pa's <laughs> froyo shop that got you hooked on black tar heroin, okay? No one told Take you to overdose, easy. all right? Nobody okay, yeah, for real. And it's just like <laughs> no, but yeah, but it, yeah, damn. I mean it's it's yeah, it's just like take some fucking responsibility for your mental health. That that is not the business's problem. They're not doing anything wrong. Also if you're and, that and easily also, triggered Oh go on. I was gonna say if you're that easily triggered, don't fucking go anywhere ever. Yeah. Just stay in your house. Fucking the world He's is not going to bend to you. And and yeah, we're not yeah. talking about super like aggressive, like shaming marketing. It's very standard stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey, here's a here's a cookie that has 
90 less calories. And she's like, fuck, <laughs> they're attacking me. <laughs> <laughs> I've oh, been fuck, personally dude. attacked. Yeah, I'm being and persecuted. I, and, and a lot of this stuff, I think it's just more of like the fake outrage bullshit that gets perpetuated a lot, especially on like Twitter. And you see it on Instagram a fair amount, too. It's, yeah, just people looking to get offended so that they can virtue signal to all of their hashtag woke friends and then get like pats on the back. Yeah. And shit like that. Yeah. But it didn't like, stop. Like, I don't even, just... I bet she isn't even really that offended. She, you know, and then it just got out of hand and she's now backed into a corner and has to double down to, to defend herself. So just admitting that yeah. you did a stupid thing. Yeah. Also, there's an article that says, Demi, uh, good news, guys. Demi Lovato is excited to start dating again. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck with that, <laughs> fellas. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. So, but it didn't just stop at her being like, fuck this place. They are toxic for shaming me. Right. It was like, it, it. she like straight up attacked them over and over again. And then she said she like donated to them. And they were like, no, you fucking didn't. <laughs> she lied, dude. She said she donated them to did like, she, did she think I don't know. shopping there? Did she think that getting Froyo there counted as a fucking donation? I don't know. But yeah, it, it's just, it's just so stupid. Um, I'm trying to find. Oh my God, this is way too in depth. This is like a whole fucking timeline organized by date of all the events that transpired between. Demi Lovato in a Froyo shop. I mean, Jesus Christ. I know. Um, I know. It's a whole fucking thing. It's just insane, dude. But yeah, she was saying that they were rude to her. They were like, no, you're rude to the staff and all kinds of stupid shit. Surprise, surprise. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And then she cut her hair. So she did. <laughs> you know how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she got she got that like fucking uh I don't know. Yeah, she went real short. Um not even pixie cut. Yeah, short, I mean she, it's not yeah. like buzzed, but it's very, very short. Um it's like every it, it, she got the haircut that like every uh boy has in every Vietnam movie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, just gonna mark that down. <laughs> we can bleep that. Oh, by the by, the way, that's not my phrase. That's what's on the casting call sheet. Okay, <laughs> boy, not me. God damn it's Hollywood. That's not me. That's Hollywood. <laughs> that's not. What's fucked? What's Hollywood. fucked up is you know exactly what I'm talking about. No, I do know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> It's not me. It's Hollywood. Okay? <laughs> that short round look. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not quite a bowl. Or it's like a very shallow bowl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the shallow bowl cut, dude. It's like those like plate bowls, you know? They're like the, the plates, yeah. but they're a little more rounded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like the it's not like the salad bowl. It's like the soup bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We all know the haircut. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we've all seen, uh, I don't know, Platoon. Leave, leave it. Uh, <laughs> no, okay. That's not bad. I was a little concerned where <laughs> what the reference is oh, going to be. Oh, jeez. Oh, boy. 
Um, a little humble, a little humble brag about about myself here. I, uh, oh. I volunteered at an event yesterday. Congratulations! Yeah, uh, also got paid for it, uh, so that was cool. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that counts as volunteering, but okay. Well, it's through work. Okay, okay. They, oh, the work, yeah, sure. My job paid me to volunteer. Uh, okay. What what was the the volunteering gig? Uh, there was a uh, little art festival thing downtown called like steamroller fest or something steamroller something hang on manheim steamroller steamroller yeah the manheim steamroller experience <laughs> um no it was a steamroller printing festival so the art space downtown uh which does a lot of cool things they do a lot of cool community things they work with special needs kids and uh underprivileged kids and do cool art programs with them. And a lot of people I, that I work with not only volunteer, but also like also work out of that space. Um, I work with a lot of artists and, um, so they had this steamroller fest and what it is, is artists do a wood carving piece and then the, they take it and they put it, well, they take it and then they roll it with ink and then they lay it down and then they put canvas over it and then it's driven over by a steamroller that nice. then imprints the art onto the onto the canvas and then That's you really can cool. buy it and then they can also you know do things to order that way right as well as sell individual prints so yeah it was awesome a lot of cool artwork there a lot of my coworkers had pieces i'll show you i mean obviously yeah, yeah. No one listening can see this, but like, here's a piece that one of my coworkers did. Ooh. So that's very nice. like fucking carved into wood, dude. And then, oh, yeah, here's really um cool. one of my favorite pieces here. These ghosts with this. Oh, like, I like that a lot. Yeah. Haunted tree thing. Um, you should have asked them to do a five a... by five mock up of Jackie Chan. <laughs> <laughs> I should have. I should have. Uh, I put that on the curb and someone took it <laughs> for real. I uh, put it. Uh, I, I put out a bunch of stuff when I, the last time I cleaned the garage. Nice. I just felt so bad with that in there. I know yeah, good intentions, yeah. but yeah, poor execution. Uh, anyways, <laughs> yeah. it was really cool. And also, they had a lot of vendors set up, and some of my coworkers also had booths. Uh, my coworker Sarah, she makes soaps, nice and nice. Uh, candles and that sort of thing. We bought this incredible candle from her. Let me. Let me find her Instagram page so I can plug it. Hey, plug it up, bro. Uh, Sun, Sunny, you, you can find her on Instagram, Sunny Girl Sundries. Nice. Very cool stuff. She makes this watermelon soap that looks like little watermelon pieces. Oh, ah, very nice. It smells like fresh watermelon. It's amazing. She Her stuff is incredible. She ships, so you don't have to be local to buy it. And yeah, I'm gonna check uh, out some of her stuff. Very right. cool stuff. And then I've, I've got some coworkers who uh, make jewelry, right? Like a Native American coworker that makes jewelry out of you know amethyst and right, right, sapphires and things. Really cool stuff. So nice. It's a lot of fun. So I, I volunteered there for two hours, and then um, me and Madeline and Chewy went back and hung out there for a little bit later in the afternoon. Had had a beer and walked around very nice cool stuff sounds delightful yes good times good times
What'd you do this weekend? Uh, I worked. Nearly mm. ate shit, like real hardcore at work yesterday. Would have been very bad, but I caught myself. It was like a fuck. It was, <laughs> it was like a fucking cartoon, man. Like my leg went out from under <laughs> me, and then I tried to. Ca- I caught myself mm-hmm. on the table or on the uh, the counter. Yeah. But I couldn't get my feet under uh-huh. me because the floor was too wet. So I just like was like <laughs> flailing everywhere. And it took me like 30 <laughs> seconds, but I finally g- caught myself and didn't fall. Nice. Well, that's good. Although maybe you should have. You could have got that uh, workman's comp. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Threatened to sue. Always, always fall. If you have an, uh, here's a little LPT for you guys. <laughs> if you have an opportunity to hurt yourself on the job, do, do it. it. Do it. Do it. With Do it. Yeah, get that, get that. Uh, the ultimate PTO, workman's, <laughs> workman's comp. Yeah, the ultimate PTO, <laughs> the forbidden PTO. <laughs> oh, that short-term disability, baby. <laughs> oh fuck! I love it, dude. I'm always, I'm always looking at, I'm always looking out for spills, so I can do a little slip, <laughs> a little slip and slide. You never, you never know when God might you present know. you with an opportunity. <laughs> Yeah, you know, take to one improve for the your team, life. You know, <laughs> shatter my radius. Yep. Whatever. Break my pelvis. Destroy my rotator cuff. Yeah. <laughs> Crack my sternum. Whatever it takes. You know, <laughs> you know what, whatever it is. Whatever it ends yeah, up being. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm open. I'm keeping my options open. Yeah. As long as I don't turn into a vegetable, it'll have been worth it. And you know, you know even why, if Robbie? I do, fuck it. What was that? Because vegetables are for libs. That's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Well, I got to wrap this up. I got some. Uh, I, I, I didn't mean for this to like turn into a Keenan and Kel thing. And at the end of like the past several episodes, I'm like, well, it's time to wrap this up. I got to go do this random thing. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, I do have to. I think uh, we're having ribs tonight and I think they're almost ready. So I also Fuck, have to get okay. out of here. I've got I've got some jambalaya. Ooh, very nice. Yeah, well, it's it's with cauliflower rice. Still, still could be delicious. Colorado, no, it's still, no, it's still cauliflower good. rice is good. It's still good. Yeah. All right. Well, enjoy your fucking ribs. Thanks, brah. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you like this and you want to hear more, you're probably a terrible person. Uh, but you can tune in same time next week wherever you just heard us. Do you have anything you need to add? Eat pork to own the libs.